Hi, and welcome back to the Clutterbug Podcast. Today we're talking about self-motivation and self-discipline, which are two things that I completely struggle with. I'm a really impulsive person and I have ADHD and I always have, even as a child, but I have found ways to overcome this, I guess, I don't want to look at it as a disability or even a negative, but I have found ways to overcome my own natural just inability to self-regulate, I guess, my emotions and my impulses. And I'm going to share some of those tips and tricks with you right now. Today's podcast is brought to you by Video Blocks. Video Blocks is a stock video site that I use. I used it to create my intro, I used it for B-roll footage, and I also use it to have really professional looking Facebook ads. And all of the videos and everything that you can find is royalty free. You can download it, you can use it for commercial or personal projects, and they're always adding new clips. So you guys, go to videoblocks.com forward slash clutter and you can try it for seven days for yourself. Let's just jump right in and let's talk about self-motivation, self-regulation and all that stuff that comes along being impulsive, all those things that, that some people really struggle with and some people don't. Some people struggle struggle more than others and and I'm one of those people that always struggled and as a kid I was extremely hyperactive and just basically out of control, was bouncing off the walls. And back then, I mean, I'm almost 40, ADHD wasn't even something that I had even heard of before. And certainly my parents had never heard of it. And there was no kids in my class that, you know, were taking medication for this. It, there was the spazzy kids and the normal kids. And I was the spazzy kid. I actually spent an entire year of elementary school in the hallway my teacher moved my desk out there and I had to do everything in the hallway because I was so disruptive to the class. And it wasn't that I wasn't bright and it wasn't that I didn't get good grades. I always had really good grades. It's just that I I couldn't focus and I couldn't calm down. And I just probably was in desperate need of some meds, let's be honest. But my parents, I remember them taking me to the doctors a few times and they were told things like, you know, cut out the sugar or less television, and all of these sort of things that you still hear today. You still hear today when you have a really spazzy kid, and obviously those things, they didn't work. And in my teenage years, I basically just lost my freaking mind. And um, without impulse control as a teenager, well, that just, I mean, if there was a rule, I broke it. And if there was a law, I broke it. And, um, I left home really young. I left home at 15 and just did whatever I want, whatever I wanted without any care of consequences. And obviously there were a ton of negative consequences and um, it wasn't a fun, fun time of my life to be, to be completely honest. So in my twenties, my parents were, were supportive and they helped me get back on my feet. And in my early twenties, though, I was working so hard and I had, you know, I always had one or two or three jobs at a time. I was making good money, but I was spending it as fast as I was making it. And, you know, I wasn't making the bad decisions anymore when it came to like just being a complete rule breaker, but I still had zero impulse control. I knew in my mind, you know, don't spend all of your paycheck on the first day you get paid, but I just was unable to control myself. And, and I just did all these silly things, um, 
without, yeah, without, without control. And, and I always wondered what's wrong with me. Why can't I seem to get my life together? Why am I such a disaster? And it wasn't until I hit my late 20s that I started doing a lot of research into ADHD. And I started just sort of accepting myself as I was, as crazy and bananas as I was, and as disorganized and, you know, just impulsive as I was, and turning some of those bad things into a plus, and also finding ways to manage myself a little bit better. So what I found is I lack something called executive function. An executive function means, you know, it's it's impulse control, it's self-discipline, it's self-motivation. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that I don't have any of that, but um, all of that stuff is sort of controlled by your prefrontal cortex. So it's the part of your brain that that's in the front of your head. And when they take a look at brain scans and brain images of people, children and adults with ADHD, what they've found is there is a lot less activity in that part of the brain. And I mean, that the prefrontal cortex in most cases is smaller as well. So when people say, you know, ADHD isn't even really a diagnosis and it doesn't even exist and it's invented today by bad parents, I have to say that the research says that that isn't true. And this, what the science says is, yes, that there are people born with smaller prefrontal cortexes and um, those are the people that tend to be more hyperactive, have more less impulse control. Those are the people who tend to be, have addictions to suffer from, whether it's drug addictions or food addictions or it all kind of goes together part and parcel, right? When you're talking about lack of control. And it also goes with having a messy house, with being just disorganized. And it's not all bad, though. It's not all negative, because there tends to be a lot of creativity and a lot of, you know, artists and and musicians and, um, you know, all these other wonderful traits that come along with it as well. So I'm not saying it's like, a, oh my gosh, there's something wrong with you or your special needs or something like that, but um, it does make life a little bit more challenging in those areas when it comes to being organized or setting a schedule or, you know, having a lot of self-discipline and self-motivation. So let's talk about how we can overcome those. And believe it or not, you can sort of fake executive function. I mean, you might not have it going on upstairs, but that doesn't mean that you still can't uh, fake it, that you can't, even though it's not internal, you can't have external, you know, executive function. And that's exactly what, what I discovered. That even though I don't have, you know, the skills inside to sort of force myself to remember and self-motivate and self-regulate and not give in to like watching Netflix all day, even though I can't, I can't do that naturally, I can use external tools to help me. And I mean, the tools are literally a piece of paper. And so we're going to talk about that coming up right now. Again, thank you to VideoBlocks for sponsoring this podcast. You can try your free trial at www.videoblocks.com forward slash clutter and definitely get started, you know, with some of the beautiful studio quality videos today. So we're talking about executive function. We're talking about how 
Executive function is the part of our brain that manages self-discipline, self-motivation, and controls impulses, and makes those really logical decisions. And if you're like me, and you're lacking that particular part of your brain, um, it's not it's not a it's not really that big of a deal because we um, can overcompensate with external executive function. So we're going to talk about what that is right now. So external executive function for me was it started with list making and it started with taking all the things that are sort of swirling around in my brain that I know I should be doing and you know I had these mental lists that would just go literally fly in one ear and out the other and I wasn't retaining it I wasn't able to remind myself throughout the day you should be doing this and you should be doing that I'd be thinking about this and that and this and that which isn't really necessarily a bad thing either I was creative and coming up with ideas and I am a dreamer and there would be so many incredible things going on in my noggin that the ability to make those lists and stick with them wasn't one of those amazing abilities let's be completely honest so one thing that you really can do if you're if you're like me and you're suffering from self-motivation self-discipline and impulse control is create yourself a daily routine and a daily schedule and if you're like me you probably have resisted this your entire life because it is not in our nature and it is not something that we naturally sort of want to do let's be honest who wants to do that but it does help us be successful in areas of our life and just our basic life skills so I'm not talking about scheduling every minute and I'm not talking about some rigorous schedule where you're working all day or or you know you've booked yourself this is the time you know from 9 till 10 you check your emails and from 10 to 11 you you know do something else I could never stick to that I could never put myself in such a tiny little regulated box that's just not my style what I am talking about is thinking about the things that you want to accomplish in that day in that week in that month and in that year and writing those things down and then breaking that down further, having a daily list of the things that you just want to get done every single day. You can laminate it, you can make yourself a weekly list, you put it in a binder, wherever, whatever it is that you want to do, and then make sure that that list is somewhere really visible. So for a lot of people, you know, just having it in their brain they're reminding themselves throughout the day to do those chores. If you're like me, you've thought about it once, oh man, this is the stuff I have to do today, and you're not giving it another thought for the rest of the day. And it it really is gone. I mean, it's probably in there, but it's so, it's so like hidden by all the other wonderful things we're thinking about that um, we're not able to do it. So we don't have that sort of self-motivation regulation thing. But when you have a list of the things that you know that needs to get done and it's in plain sight, so right above your computer or right on your fridge or somewhere where you're going to see that all throughout the day, that's your reminder. That's your, you know, motivation to check something off the list. That's your mental memory. You know, you're like, oh yeah, I have to send that email or I have to finish this chapter of my book or I have to vacuum the floors today. And it's very likely that you won't get everything done on your list. And I rarely do. I try to keep my daily list to under 10 things. So first of all, it's not overwhelming. And second of all, I don't feel that self-loathing thing, self-defeat thing if I can't accomplish most of the things. That being said, I rarely complete everything. But the simple fact 
is having the list in the first place means that I'm going to accomplish so much more than I would otherwise. And it's also just that mental reminder that I need to keep myself going in the right direction, to take those steps forward towards my ultimate goal. So if your ultimate goal is save money or to be better with money, having lists where you can see that say things like transfer $5 into your bank account today or having a little note in your wallet that says, do you really need this? Do you really want this? And you've taped it to your credit card. I mean, yes, you have that impulse, you want to buy that thing right away, but when you pull out your credit card and you have that visual reminder that most people, it's naturally in their brain, but you've put it on paper, it's putting it back into your head at the appropriate time. So these are little tricks that I do to sort of overcompensate for the stuff that I'm lacking in. And for me, it's really, really worked. And it definitely started with goal setting. So I thought about what is my long-term goal in life? What is the thing that I, I really want? And when I first started, the thing that I really wanted was to be a stay-at-home mom. More than anything in the world, I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. But I also had to earn a living. I had to earn money being a stay-at-home mom, which was so overwhelming. So I made a list of all the potential jobs that I could do working from home. And then I broke those down into, okay, which ones are really practical? And then I broke them down into, okay, what are the steps that I need to take to achieve like each of these different things? And and that's, and that's really where I started. I started by putting it out of my fridge, the steps I needed to take. And that was the visual reminder that I needed to accomplish those steps. And before I knew it, you know, I had tried a few different businesses that failed miserably, but I kept with it. And within a few months, I had found a way to earn a full-time living while staying home with my kids. So um, that's something, I mean, I could hardly, I couldn't find clean underwear, when I first became a grown-up, I I couldn't manage a checkbook. I I I couldn't do anything. I just I was just floundering in all areas of life. And when I really started making goals and writing lists and doing daily to-dos and putting them in a really visual spot and being so diligent about doing it every single day, after a few months it became a habit. And I would write my list in the morning and I would accomplish the things on the list. And before I knew it, here I am today, making my living as an organizing expert. Not only organizing other people's homes in the community, but doing things like television shows and radio shows. And I wrote a book and I just finished my second book. And I mean, it's kind of ironic, obviously. It's totally ironic when you think about it. And I'm still to this day... I never corrected my lack of executive function. I still don't have it. I still don't have that natural discipline and motivation and impulse control, but I've found a way to do it with paper. I found a way to to substitute all of the things that I'm missing on the inside with things on the outside that can really help me um, still achieve the exact same effect. So I want you to give it a try and If you've been reluctant in the past, or if you've tried it and not stuck with it, I want to just encourage you to try it again. 
and try it again. I can't tell you how many times I started and then failed and started and failed. And then I was putting a reminder in my phone every morning to wake up and do it. And eventually it caught on. And it really is the single greatest thing that has ever happened to me. And I know it can have the exact same effect for you. Whether you already have executive function, I think it can just even improve it. I could, I think it would even enhance your own natural ability and, um, and make things even better. So give it a try today. Create yourself a goal list and then break that down into steps that you need to accomplish that goal. Instantly you have a plan and then break that down into do lists, to do checklists to accomplish that plan, to complete that plan and put that somewhere really, really visual that you can see every single day. And I promise you, even if you only check off a portion of your list every day, you are going to be so much closer to that end goal than you were before you made the list in the first place. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed and I will see you next time. Again, I want to give a thank you and shout out to Videoblocks for sponsoring this podcast. Check out Videoblocks for royalty-free videos and photos. I use them to create great and professional looking intros for my YouTube video and of course engaging Facebook ads. Thanks again.